Welcome everybody to Bourbon and Borderlands here on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. Uh, we are here to uh, to lay to rest uh, one of our favorite uh, television shows of all time. Uh, welcome uh, to everybody who's been with us from the beginning. Thanks for joining us tonight. If this is your first time, uh, we like to kick back and act like the Borderlands, the members, uh, the the denizens, the citizens of Saint Joe, are our friends and uh, neighbors. Um, so, um, everybody, how y'all feeling about this being the last uh, episode of Queen Sugar? Man, uh, it's bittersweet. Yeah, well, yeah. bittersweet. Yeah, I, I don't quite know how to feel. I mean, we're going to talk about what it. I thought, I thought the episode itself was really beautiful. Um, you know, one thing I realized, because Ava DuVernay wrote and directed this episode, and it really hit me watching this last episode how, I mean, we talked about it before, but just how beautifully shot Queen Sugar is, like the scenes mm-hmm. and the colors and the skin tones and like, it's just a really beautifully shot show um, and it's it's depicted in a way that I've never seen on TV before. So, um, you know, if nothing else, the legacy of Queen Sugar is really like changing the face of TV. Um, and just giving us a representation that I don't think we've ever really experienced. So, um, yes, it's, it, it'll be missed. I can't believe it's done. Can't believe it's done. It, the beauty is one of the things that really hooked me, too. Like, when I saw how mm-hmm. well lit and moisturized everybody was, it was kind of like, <laughs> man, this is special. This is A-plus cinematography uh, for us. No ash right. ever. Right. No. Can't say that about everywhere. You definitely cannot. <laughs> no, you certainly can. I've got my bourbon tonight. Um, everybody who's been with us uh, from the beginning knows that we used to do this all together in person. Um, and we would have our bourbon and we would sit up and we would kiki and cackle over uh, whatever happened uh, in Queen Sugar uh, that week. Uh, I guess it kind of fell off because it's not as cool to drink alone, you know, but that's a that's a tradition that kind of fell by the wayside. But I've got my bourbon tonight. Oh, do y'all Thanks, remember those texts where you'd be like, we'd be like, whose turn is it to get the bourbon this week? Who's getting the bourbon? Who's getting the cup? It does feel like a long time oh, ago, man. Oh, man. Pre, uh, Pre-Rona yeah. was a long time ago. Pre-Rona. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty new normal for a minute. DC, before COVID. Right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, all right. So we're going to discuss it. Uh, Shanisha got the good, the bad, and the you know what? It's you know the good the bad and the oop was was very fitting for this season because baby let's just get right I'm I'm gonna walk you through how my how my thoughts went um watching the beginning of this episode okay so <laughs> it was quite an opening out, quite an opening quite an opening we start out you know and we're at the casino 
everybody's looking good. I'm like, what's the, what's the occasion? Why are we at the casino? What's going on? So we are at the casino because um, Hollinsworth, Hollywood Decime, I'm assuming this is the celebration for him um, winning the school board um, seat. And we know this because Nova said, you know, as much. Um, so, okay, everybody's having a good time. We at the casino. Do, 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 do. Then we get back, you know, to the place. Ron and Darla, you know, are, are looking at each other so lovingly. So I'm like, oh, okay. Ron and Darla are back on the ups. Don't you say nothing, Corey, because I feel like you had something. He making a face. Ron and Darla are back on the ups. I'm like, okay, Ron and Darla back on the ups. Then we go back to the Decime household, and apparently, you know, Avi and, and Hollywood are about to make out under the star. Or I, I don't know yeah. what they were going to do. They were going to do something under the that. Right. So I'm like, okay, oh, period. Then, 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 the screen cuts to no. No, yeah, Nova, she calls somebody and she says, hey, can you come over? And I'm like, oh. Did she call Dominic? Did she call uh, her ex-girlfriend? Her ex-boo. Did she call her ex-boo? Who did she call? And then, you know, we cut to another scene and we see, we see, um, we see um, Nova, we, we see Nova in action. Um, the camera pans a little bit more and it's freaking Calvin. I said, Nova, Nova. That was Nova. literally, literally a moment where I went, like that that happened real time actually like nova i and i went through the i went through the list just like you did honestly i thought it was gonna be ex boo like her 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 high school sweetheart maybe dominic when i say calvin did not cross my mind until i saw his face i was like dang wow nova wow like, I wasn't ready. I don't know. I was disappointed. Y'all can't really think Also, I want y'all to know Corey's face is disgusted right now. Like, like Corey, looks, <laughs> Corey looks disgusted. <laughs> Because I thought I thought she was on the right path this season when her and Dominic got together. You know, I liked them together, and she didn't just discarded my dude, and, and now she get back with Calvin of all people. Yeah, I mean. Like how did I, I, like why did she how did she forgive his his transgression like what are we doing uh, I, I was disappointed. I think you can make a case that this is the true love story of the show uh, that yeah. is the through line that is the heartbeat <laughs> that that episode is that this the episode is the, I mean this 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 relationship is the one that went through different episodes it's the one that went through ups and downs it's the one where people the people one? had to show had to show that they were willing to love each other through some serious through some serious pains. Not the only one, but the biggest one. Okay. Not the only one. The biggest one. But I do I mean, nobody did anything worse than Calvin. Well not worse. I'll say between Nova and Calvin and Charlie and Davis. Yeah, David about same. I mean Angel and Carla went through a lot as well. Like I mean, cause you forgot what David. Yeah, I forgot what David was. David was always smiling. Davis, <laughs> David was acting like he he don't think about it. Davis don't think about it, so I don't. Nah. <laughs> so neither should we. The bygones be bygones. I'm just mad she forgave him. Like why, 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 why? It's so unnecessary. And you got better options. I, she does. 
I, I mean, I guess, I mean, wow. Yeah, I, I, she, I guess she was done with Dominic when she said she was done. Dominic is now in Africa and he is gone, and that's the, the door was closed. I still had hope for Dominic. Um, and I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I mean, I guess, it, I guess it just was always Calvin. It, it was, it was always Calvin. Um, just, it did not hit me until that moment that that was even going to be a possibility. I really, I really thought that door was closed. I really did. It was trash. I'm done with Nova. And I just, go, no, go ahead. I'm sorry, Corey. No, I just said I'm done with Nova. That was trash. I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Well, she's done with us too. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just, I mean, for me, I mean, I feel like we didn't resolve any issues. Like we didn't see any resolution with Calvin Nova. Unless I missed it, unless I forgot. I don't know. It just seems like, you know, he just showed up on her doorstep and they embraced and then he went away because she had a man and it was wrong morally. And then he came back and it's just like, okay, it was always you. But it's like we didn't work through anything. I mean, we didn't see any of that. Yeah, so it just that, it doesn't kind of stupid. Because he was like, Well, look. I ain't a cop no more, so you ain't got to worry about me beating on kids. No. <laughs> like, oh, problem solved. And then now we get back together. Like, really? yeah, I, yeah, the last time they talked, it was like Nova was in the place of like, nah, I can't forgive you. Like, I, I don't think I could be with you again. And so, I mean, I have to assume at this point now, knowing all that I know, when Nova had hit him up, like, you trying to come over. Like, I don't think that was the first time she had done that. Like, maybe in the time mm. that's elapsed however much time has elapsed um even between the last episode and this one um maybe her and and calvin have been kind of in this you know i don't even know if it's a friends with benefits situation but a acquaintances with benefits type situation um and so we were just seeing them pick up where they had where they already had been for however long it had been but yeah they they uh pulled the rug from underneath me I wasn't ready for that. They were shocked. And then, like, when you said that she was done with Dominic, it's like that type of, like, cut and dry done is reserved for people who have done something to you, right? Like, Dominic ain't do nothing to you. Why are you so, why are you so done? Like, right. I, I, because, well, because you're to talk about, I guess. How long did he have to go for? 10 months? Something like that? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't forever. The answer she wasn't forever. She, she's so. a writer. She could write from anywhere. She could have went with him for a few months. Like, like come join him later or, or something. Like, right. Yeah. She said her pathway was in St. Joe to Damn, figure out what man. was going on with, you know, or find her roots, you know, her with her mom's yeah, side. So I guess she was adamant about doing that. Yeah, that's one of those. She's just not that interested. Yeah, that that can happen next year. You can do that next year. Exactly. <laughs> But also, okay. real quick, just to rewind to like the opening sequence at the casino, um, what? Like, I almost <laughs> thought it was a dream sequence. Like, <laughs> why? Why? Why are we here? How did we like, get here? What's that? Like, wow! So we celebrate like the school board win with like the well, first off. That's the worst way to celebrate a school <laughs> board win by getting drunk in public. <laughs> <laughs> new school for a dude like, like that's not how you want to introduce Never. yourself <laughs> not at all. Not at all. pop out how like, 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 like DUI written all over it like nah bro <laughs> yeah I was like so 
that was hilarious to me. Very that that was very black, um, and very funny to me. Um, it was. So I, I just needed to I needed to say that. But that whole opening sequence again, beautifully shot. The slow motion with Darla and Ralph Angel, like the whole thing was 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 gorgeous. They they everybody looked bomb. Like the lighting was great. Everything was was bomb. Yeah. Unless we want before Corey says something ridiculous. <laughs> I'm, I'm saving my comments for later. I, I, I saw got, it like boiling. Beat. Like boiling. I got I'm gonna save it for much later because it gets much better. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. So you know, Blue is talking about how, you know I, I don't I don't know why this is just now coming up with Blue saying that he doesn't fit in at Sidwell, like duh, like <laughs> <laughs> But I thought Blue now, was just because he ain't fit in the school in St. Joe's. He's so special. It, it might be he needs to be homeschooled. I'm just saying, people not getting along with Blue he, he wherever Blue goes. It might be Blue's fault. It, it could be oh Blue. Lord! Yeah, know I don't like know what all kids that be saying big words for no reason. Like nobody likes up. that. Nobody, nobody likes like that Blue. Big well, actually, energy pointer finger. Big according to my resort, according to my research, energy. Y'all remember Dorothy Ann on Magic School Bus? According yes. to my research, yeah, I mean, that's, that's blue. Blue was over there trying to change the curriculum. Like kids, not gonna be feeling that, bro. Like keep it moving, dog. We're trying to go to recess. <laughs> you in the way? He was. You know what? You know, I was gonna because I I was actually gonna say. This is reason number one why I'm not pressed to send my kids to no private school or no, or a white school, rather, because they're not going to fit in. Like, is that not important to you? Like, I just, I, you know, I feel like we see this all the time where kids are saying, like, they don't fit in somewhere or, like, they want to be more like other kids. And I think, I feel like people just disregard kids' need for, like, belonging. Like, sure, you can mm-hmm. do the whole oh, you're so, you're just special and you don't fit in because you're just brilliant. But, like, at the end of the day, kids need to belong, to, to feel like they belong somewhere, too. Like, that's, you can't just write it off as, like, not important, you know, mm-hmm. just because you want them to go to this school or this school or whatever. You know, because at the end of the day, like, what what is your full experience? Like, what are you, are you really going to get the full benefit of this prestigious school if your child's social experience was lacking? I don't know. So, hmm. so what is I mean, I guess in Blue's case, though, I think I I don't think if I remember correctly I don't think when he was in St. Joe it was a matter of him not fitting in I think the curriculum just was not challenging like he it it just wasn't working for him he needed harder work and so he had the opportunity to go to sit well and so he went um but now there's a new set of barriers and issues like you're okay you're being challenged whatever but you know these kids are coming from a completely different background you can't relate to them on any level beyond like academics so it's like you're getting the the academic challenging and and, or the that academic experience but everything else is kind of whack which also sucks so i mean yeah the options i guess really like i don't well i don't feel like we had this discussion too ad nauseum i don't know about blue not being able to fit in culturally i mean that that, i don't get that vibe from blue like blue not soul brother number one 
But blue grew up on a blue is blue grew up on a blue didn't grow up rich. He grew up on a farm. Blue blue is blue for the besides being like a genius. He's he's very simple. Like you know, but these kids come from. He's like he's like a typical southern kid. So it's not like a like I'm from the south and I don't fit in up here up north. Like he he probably like he would fit in. I I feel like he would fit in just fine with them kids. But I don't know. I don't know. I could I could see it being difficult just because there's no shared, really no shared. Ex- and I, did Blue have a lot of friends in St. John's? It now that I'm thinking, like he had the dog Kenya, but like he played, he made his own little fun running in the fields and stuff. I don't know. It's different. At any rate, I know we had that discussion at nauseum about like you know potential cool. other options rather than sending him to dc like where there are be- good schools in louisiana somewhere like he didn't have to go that far to find a challenging curriculum but i mean that ship has obviously sailed right exactly like we said but anyway so that conversation turns into ralph angel using that as an opportunity to and as it's happening i'm like wait wait did they just did Ralph and, and Ralph Angel and Darla discuss telling him this or like did I miss that? So I'm like I'm I'm just I don't. Ralph Angel didn't tell a whole lot though, so he didn't. And I I, I didn't feel like with his, the conversation was a bad conversation in that moment. Yeah, I didn't feel like in that moment I didn't feel like he was wrong because I, I one part of me feels like that's his it's kind of his business to tell. You know what I mean? Like a little, a little bit. Like that's not. I'm not your daddy. Like I'm not your daddy. But also, I mean, it was a, it, it, it fit in the conversation. It wasn't out of the blue. It wasn't for no reason. I think he used it in a way that was helpful, or she was trying to be helpful to Blue. I mean, I get Darla's point, but I think in that moment, I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. So like a few things. One, yes, you're absolutely right. I he did not spill the whole teacup he definitely kept it at a high level um and in the context of the story it made sense however comma i think the point was still the point and could have been made without bringing chase into it because the point is darla did go to sit well that's we know that's your mama so like to me i don't think the point the emphasis of like in your dad your biological dad went here too like i don't think the impact of that really um, I don't know if that counted so much that it needed to be brought up. Like, I think the point still could have been made by just saying, like, your mama went to school here too, so like all that lineage stuff, and you deserve to be here, and like that still counts. Just on Darla's, you know, with Darla's having went there too. So, I didn't think it was necessary, but right. I mean, but Ralph Angel been itching to tell him anyway, so he saw a window and he did it. So, so yep. there's that. That's exactly there's, what happened. That's really the bottom line. He's like, it's my time right now. Yeah, which was never going to be a good solution in the end. Like, that was never going to work out in his favor. But he was just, he wanted to do what he wanted to do. So we did and was willing to, you know, try to smooth it over later. So, but I feel like the information he told wasn't really that much. Like, no, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't. Was, it wasn't. And I guess Darla didn't want to open the door at all. But, Man. yeah. I kind of feel like this is one of those situations where, I don't know, as a mom, it's like sometimes you don't trust the dads to like do stuff right or you don't <laughs> yeah. trust them to have conversations in the right way. 
in the right way, right? So it's you kind of want to make sure that you are. I'm not saying it's the right way, but you kind of want to make sure that you are the person that's kind of in control, like guiding the conversations, the conversations and doing the controllable things. And it's like it's one of the, this is one of one of those instances where sure Darla didn't want him to have a conversation and she probably just wanted to be in control of it. But I don't think he I, I think he handled it well. Like I think he did fine. It's like it's one of those situations where it's like, just let the man do what he wanna do. Like, you know, <laughs> he's also the parent and I think that he he has good judgment and like it was fine. The conver- like blue was fine. The conversation was fine. It it was not hurt like it was it, it turned out fine. Like girl, relax. Like relax. We know that now. We know. Yeah. I just always like to see uh Ralph Angel get blue. Uh it's clear how much Ralph Angel mm-hmm. loves blue. It always touches me as a special relationship. Uh uh as a man who raised a son that wasn't mine, I can really empathize, sympathize, relate to you know, Ralph Angel still loving him like that's his boy, even though he knows the truth. So I like to see those moments and I didn't think it was that bad. Um, you know, he had he had just as good a point as Darla. I think that um, you know, even though this is, you know, Darla's story and Darla's pain, when it comes to blue, they're equal partners. So when they disagree, mm-hmm. it can go either way. So uh, I don't think he did anything that was completely out of bounds, and I thought that Blue took it well. So I thought it, I thought yeah, it went pretty well. He did. Yeah, but Blue yeah. snitched. So another reason why I don't like him. He's so terrible. Come on, dude. that was predictable. I, that was as soon as he was like, "Don't tell mommy." I was like, "Oh, he gonna tell her." That, I mean, whether it was on purpose or on accident, that was that was predictable. Of course, he was gonna I, tell I, her. I thought he was going to, like, I, I feel like he didn't snitch. I feel like he was just, like, he's, how old is he? 11? 11 something. Yeah, I think he's 11. Yeah. Yes, 11. Yeah, like, I just feel like you can't expect, I don't know, you can't expect a, an 11-year-old to be, like, Fort Knox, you know, like, mm-hmm. he, he did what But the way he do. gave it away is exactly why he ain't got no friends. He talking about some, his, the <laughs> pressure of his double legacy. Now, how old is he? You said he was 11? If this is how he talks, he's not relating to the other kids. I'm sorry. This is not a racial thing. You know? This is a great point. This is a great point. Okay. Great point. Nobody, Nobody likes, likes that. that. No one likes that. No. Oh, um, Lord. That's funny. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, so, moving on from that. um, Micah, the audacity of him to be beefing with his mother and not go see her because they had they had a, a difficult conversation last week. Like, first of all, did she do that to you when you plastered her business all over the NFTs and made I mean, money off of it? Honestly, have we really gotten over that part yet? Like, and you have the nerve to be talking about, oh, I, I don't want to go see her because she, she she questioned me about uh college and dropping out. Like, boy, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It was it was good. It was giving bratty. Definitely had way too much dip on his chip. Wait, way, way, way too. I mean, in his in his attitude, like his name, huh? I wrote too much dip on his chip. <laughs> I literally wrote that in my notes. I wrote Micah has too much dip on his chip. Because who, like, who do you think we're talking about? Yeah, like, like 
because one, the way you're looking at the situation is wrong, but also who are you talking to? Like, I need you to lowercase it. I need you to take your exclamation points off of it. And I need you to bring your voice down about two to three octaves because what you're not going to do is try to pipe up and up by his face. Like, I don't, who, who do you, what do you think this is? Like, hey, one little job offer don't know how to act. Relax. Yeah, that's not, that's not going to work. Um, Especially because like, it's been this big lead up to the election. Like, it's been this very big deal. And literally the day of the election, like you're just not, you're not going to go like that was, that was very wild on, on Micah's part to, to feel like that was ever going to be the right, whether you were mad, you could have went and not said nothing to her, but you needed to be there. Like at least present. Yeah. He should have called Kiki, got some better advice. I feel like he must have called Zane. He must have called Zane and asked Zane what Zane would have. Oh, no. Like, because oh. like, how did he think this was a good idea? Like, yeah, it was never a and, good idea. And Vi framed it for him in the moment. You don't show up for family? So they, he had yeah. a chance to reconsider and and he didn't until it was too late. So yeah, I was disappointed in Micah. Too busy trying to be a, be a man, air quotes. I hate when Micah tries to be a man. I hate when Micah tries to be a man. I hate when Micah tries to be a man. I just hate Micah, period. But I hate this. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. My no, I don't have anything to say. I've hated Micah since day one, so... Goes right along with my feelings for him for the last uh, few seasons. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, he tried to be a man, didn't work out so well, but you know, you live and you learn. I was just glad it gave an opportunity for Charlie to come back, um, and we got to see her, you know, so that made my day. But to hell with Micah, continue, <laughs> <laughs> to hell with Blues, to hell with Micah. Got a couple so of hell with Blue. Yeah, he's not in election. His little snitching ass. He didn't got Ralph Angel in trouble. <laughs> also, to hell with Ralph Angel because I forgot that one in the first segment. We know to hell with Darla. Um, so, yeah. You just gonna run him off? Okay. <laughs> All right. And, and I used to like Nova, but now that she back with Calvin, to hell with her too. Oh, so there's five people on my list that I didn't got. Rid of. <laughs> so, let's continue. Tell us how you really feel. Good. Yeah, well, I none of them are getting a shot of bourbon from Corey. I guess yeah. we, that the list is, is slim. Ava should have uh, consulted with me on the on the on the, on the season finale here. We could have wrapped this up another way. I needed some, you know, some 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 things to go a different way. But we're gonna talk about it. Go, go ahead. Okay. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, I I free wasn't Jimmy Dale. <laughs> what? So free Jimmy Dale. Jimmy free Dale is Jimmy dead. Dale is oh, in the ground, baby. From? <laughs> <laughs> from the grave, Jimmy Dale is gone, hey, baby. Man, I had to get one last shout out to my dog. We couldn't do the last episode without one. Free Jimmy <laughs> from the grave. Let's go. Dust. Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. Grave. Everybody else came back. They brought Ernest back. <laughs> Yo, we're going to talk about that too. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. So we're at the, I don't know what to call it, a rum distillery? A rum. Distil- I think it's a distillery. Yeah, that's, okay. let's go with that. Yeah. So they go and visit the Rum Distillery, um, and I wasn't quite sure where they were going with this, um, maybe because I was, I don't know, maybe I missed something, I don't know. wasn't quite sure where they were going. They're in the Rum place asking about, you know, where they get their cane from. I'm like, what, what, y'all, what y'all on? What y'all working on? Where you get your cane from? You get it from St. Joe? Oh, I gotta ask my boss. But who's the boss? A damn Boudreaux. Of course it is. What's his name? Jacob. 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 
Jacob Boudreaux. I was, and he, I don't know, he looked a little bit different, like slimmer or something. I don't know. I was like, that's yeah, that boy. Like, that's the one, when I saw the one used to like Charlie, that's the one like Charlie, right? Yeah. Yes. I couldn't remember uh-huh. his name. I was like, that's that boy. A Boudreaux. Yeah. So the thing, so earlier in the episode when Hollywood and Prosper were in the truck, they were saying how somebody in Shreveport had registered for the auction. I guess they have like addresses or whatever. Maybe it's like a public record or something like that. So somebody in Shreveport had registered for the auction. And so that's, they were going to see who it was. And so when that, and they ended up getting to the rum distillery. And so they didn't necessarily know, I think that they were going to run into Jacob Boudreaux, but that was where the information led them. So, yeah. That was a that was an oop moment for me. Uh-huh. Very I was, yeah, no, they I was like, well, you gotta bring up some old villains for the last episode. So So I just wanna point yeah, out but... that they had a conversation and that that conversation okay. ended in you might get to the details, but it ended in Hollywood saying, Good luck with all that. Right? That was the end of the conversation between Jacob and Prosper and Hollywood, right? I just want that noted. I know you before are. we move on. <laughs> that, that conversation ended right there. Okay. Well, okay. it ended for us right there. That right. ain't the middle of no conversation you ever heard. Good luck with all that. Well, hold up. So, Good luck with all that's the end so, of the conversation. So, but okay. I mean, they still had to. They had to get up and leave. They had to exchange, get up from the table. No, but, I don't know. But based on the storyline, that that conversation could have ended there. It could have. Because remember later on they say the the real thing that kicked us off was a call from Charlie. Not not necessarily their conversation. Okay. So Charlie right. called him and that's really what put this into motion. Okay. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, I you're right. They did say that. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. I'll settle All down. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know you was ready to lay out the, the order of events. You were getting a little lawyer over there. I know. I still got more. According to my I still skirt. got more. I still got more, but I'm going to let that one go. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. So the TikTokers, the TikTakers, TikTakers, mm-hmm. done found on Vi's prize pie in Diner. And they are running amok in that place. She can't keep up. She don't like it. Um, it's it's giving very much old school, like you know, all this internet stuff got to stop. She can't take it. Um, I can't mm-hmm. take it. The TikTokers in her spot. Um, interesting to me. It seemed like they never really resolved. Like, you know, did it die down? Did somebody give her a great review on TikTok or like again? Or uh, is she? I don't like what's what's happening. Is is it just like this forever now? Um, mm. You know, is is it overrun? Does she have to move? Does she? Maybe this is I don't know eviction stuff I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, First off, this is not a problem. Um, like this is a good. Yeah, thing. she made it seem like um, it was a problem. I mean, yeah, she needs to. She needs to adjust. She got the whole this family working, and Joaquin got the day off apparently, and the whole family's out there working. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> okay, I, I also flagged that that Nova is was back there making pies, so presumably she knows how to. And the recipe has a recipe. Somebody and so I just would also like to say. You know, perhaps maybe if if Nova, I mean if I'm by camp, maybe Nova can share the recipe with the pie people. Mm. Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> I know she. We know she had a recipe because she wasn't the only one making pies, so we already yeah. knew. This. So I don't even know why she was playing like she didn't know there was cinnamon in the pie. 
That was on my nose. She make it from the heart. <laughs> from the heart. That's but fine. Yeah. I think she was just having a she was having a moment. I, I think it was less about the restaurant being busy and more about she kind of got to it about the prospect of like adding another okay. child to this yeah. and having to yeah. want to be present for this foster child that's you know coming at any moment it's like it's cool that the business is, is booming but like i've never had to handle all of this plus now i and it's not even like a family member like or a, a, an existing family member like it's somebody new coming into the fold you want to be there you want to be present you want to make sure they get acclimated and feel love and you don't know what their background is so I think that was more so where the anxiety was coming from about how somebody new fits into this new normal of like me being this hustle and bustle and, you know, business woman. So, yeah. Okay. I, okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, now, this was another oop. Um, Remy Newell comes out of nowhere to ask if he can help. Like, of course he does. Did someone send a bad signal? Like, what made you think that she needed, like, what is it that made you think that you needed to come help? Why did you do that? Maybe he got word that the Landry's got evicted or something. I don't know. Maybe word spread fast. He got his ear to the streets, you know. Remy got his ear to the streets. He heard some. Heard some land was available. Uh, His school was in the land buying business. So Yeah. He said as much, like, the Landry land, I guess, maybe notoriously or the land that the Landry's own um, at this point have like good soil and, you know, so maybe that was something he had been scoping out anyway. And, you know, word got to him, like it's about to be up for sale. So let me come on back. All the little ghosts of St. Joe's past was popping up. I'm like, okay. everybody. Okay. I, I, was, I didn't know what was going to happen. I was like, Oh, what you about to do? Cause Charlie gone. Listen, but then, but then I remembered. I was like, "Oh yeah, you was messing with Nova too." Like, Remy, I was like, Remy, like hold on, one. I I had completely forgot, but Remy was out here in these streets, baby. In the As she should be. Yeah, I completely forgot about Nova, that. The Nova is trash era. I remember. I recall that was yeah. what a time. Yeah. We've come a long yeah, way. I definitely forgotten about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I might have to run that season. That was a really good season, honestly. I mean, that was wild. Was that the Blessing of Blood season? Mm-hmm. Oh no, she earned it. Like I, I don't make the rules. Like that was, I don't, I don't make the rules. She did that. So she had me stressed. That's the Blessing of Blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at any rate, I thought she might get back to Remy for a second, but thank God that didn't happen. What was that for? I said I thought she was about to get back with Remy for a second uh, on this episode, but it, that, thank God that didn't happen. Yeah, Remy she said he was married and had kids. Oh yeah. So the the door is closed. Um, now come on. Thank God. On Remy's part. On Remy's part. On Remy's part. On Remy's part. Let us not It wouldn't be mutual. It wouldn't be mutual. I don't put nothing past Nova, but Remy. Let us not forget how we met Nova. Right, busting it down with Calvin, the who was yeah. married. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now, about this time, I really wish that some of y'all knew how to do sound effects on the podcast because what kind of sound effects? Um. 
like a uh <laughs> like uh like you know how <laughs> something bad happens and the crowd goes oh like at a sports game and everybody goes oh um dang charlie lost oh <laughs> well, what about like a sad trombone or something oh, no that's not it <laughs> no that's the wrong one <laughs> No, no, that won't do it either. Uh, oh, well. No, it's really, it's really, we're not going to fly here, guys. Is that right? Okay. That's what I got. That's all I got. That's all I got. Hey, Charlie Lee. It, it was worth a shot. Thanks so much. <laughs> Those were not the right sound effects, guys. We don't want to applaud. This is what happens when you have low budget production. Oh, man. Yes. On the black we the podcast. best we can. We did the best we could with what we facts. had. I think we, we did. I think we did pretty good. Uh, oh man! Wow! Thanks so. <laughs> that was great, Richard Bree. Though that was that was I awesome. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Execution. We'll work on that. But awesome thank you so much for trying. Wow. All right. So, dang, Charlie lost. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I I guess I don't know why I did not expect them to let her lose. I didn't see that coming either. I thought that was in the bag, honestly. I, I feel like she was. I feel like she was gonna win, but like if they're gonna let her lose, why they had to do her so bad? Like why they had to make it like she lost the race that hadn't been lost in like fifty years? Like she's because the only because that's what they're doing now. They're, they're trying to imitate life. You know, art yeah. imitates life. They're yeah. trying to like replicate real life events, and you know some. Some of the, you know, the 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 blue states turning red and all that. Yeah, they want to show. Because what they said was like it was like a really really close race. It was really even, uh, pretty much, which was the case in this last midterm election. And plus, I don't know when all of you know the story was written, but for a long time it had been projected that a lot more was going to turn red than it than actually did happen in the election which thank god um but yeah i guess it would have been on par with you know our current political environment which sucks but hater had to be charlie i do had to be charlie i was not expecting that yeah everybody was really heartbroken about it too i was dang she'll bounce back she'll find something else like she run for president or something. That's true. Keep trying. I mean, I don't expect this to knock Charlie down. Charlie can do something else. She needs to be free to run for president. Yeah. That's all. So, Donna done got so mad she done took the baby and rolled out to her mama down to down to her mama house. I was disgusted. It was like I've never. I was like I'm gonna agree with Corey tonight. I knew I know. Corey gonna have something to say about this, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to be like, "You right, bro. You right." Go ahead, Corey. What you got to say? I mean, it's Darla being Darla, right? You know, doing Darla. You know, uh, of course, you know, that's not the way an adult uh, or a wife should handle uh, this sort of situation. Uh, to just up and run, unannounced, take the kid. I think it seems like Ralph Angel found out at the co-op that he didn't yeah, actually know. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, yeah. uh, Cross was breaking news to him. <laughs> so, and he had to play it cool, like, yeah, yeah, she uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> And then he went away like what? Yeah. And uh, then she didn't answer. Yeah, she was she was off of that. Talking about she That's tired. Wild. How's she gonna be tired? 
Ralph Angel wasn't tired before she got tired of crack. Right. <laughs> like, Donna wasn't tired of crack. Ralph Angel wasn't tired of her. So, how she going to be tired? Ooh. That's wild. Wow. Jabri. Wow. I told, I, I told y'all I was with Corey on this one. She pushed me. She pushed me over to Corey's side, dog. For the record, Ralph Angel, yeah. Ralph Angel was not with Darla when she was active in her her crack habit. They were <laughs> They got back together post sobriety. He still so forgave her. He still forgave um, her. But yeah, Dar- it was. I guess, and maybe she thought. I mean, which is for sure a false equivalency, but. You know, since we taking liberties, you know, and you want to be spilling tea without letting me know, I'm a, I'm a leave, and I, I'm not gonna tell you. Again, false equivalency was not the right thing to do, particularly when you're crossing multiple state lines. That's very wild. Um, very. So yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the right way to handle that. But I guess, I guess Darla felt really betrayed, you know, in that moment. I, though I feel like. I feel like if she had actually heard the conversation that Ralph Angel and Blue had, I don't think she would have been as mad. And I think if Ralph Angel had given more details than he did, I might have understood why Darla was so upset. But but we had this discussion. You know, I I think he did it in a way that made sense at the time. Um, But I think Darla was so hung up on, like, I told you not to say nothing and you did. Um, and she didn't get to hear from him first. But yeah, right. And, and yeah. but I think it was definitely a disproportionate reaction to that, though. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I mean, yeah, I, it takes taking the baby. It's super wild. Ralph Angel yeah, driving from Louisiana to DC. That was, that was also up. wild. I was like, uh, no, sir. That's what we're not gonna do. You don't but just that truck must be reliable. Cause wow, nah, baby, not that That take that takes thought and time and considerations. You don't just that's you exactly. don't just drive that's too. a long drive it too, is. Louisiana. It's very long. I made I made that drive from DC to Louisiana. How long is it? Drive. I like sixteen hours. Wow. I usually stop like in Atlanta after like ten hours, and then I probably and then take another six six and a half from Atlanta to uh, where I'm from, Baton Rouge. So yeah, that is a long drive. I don't know mm-hmm. how. So it like you might uh, have drove straight through. He oh, really wanted to see his woman. Movie. I would have let her go. <laughs> before I drive. Before I get the the car. You can't take the baby. That's yeah, why. you can go. You can go. Baby. Ain't that kidnapping? No, nah, not technically. Well, Jabri, but I mean, shut up. Jabri. You know, if, <laughs> if I call you, if you got my baby and I, call, and I did not know you was leaving and I call you and you don't answer the phone, and I call the police and say, I don't know where my baby at. They're going to put an Amber Alert out, no? I mean, I feel like, but I feel like once they, if you give complete information, though, like, because Charlotte just didn't tell Ralph Angel, but she told everybody else. So it's not like we don't know where the baby is. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. He just, that's true. She just, like, gives Ralph Angel the heads up, which is messed up, but I don't necessarily think that that's, like, against the law. That's very messed up. Yeah. Man, how's she gonna tell everybody? How Prosper know and Ralph Angel? He <laughs> up at the co-op. Oh, she's in DC. Took the baby. Just didn't even want to play it cool. Yeah. 
Oh, imagine how his little heart must have felt. Yeah, I bet his heart was in his stomach. Then Prosper being too nosy, he's gonna follow behind Ralph Angel. He's doing too much. I don't, hey, the hell but, with Prosper too. Prosper on my list too. The hell with him. <laughs> I love, I love <laughs> Prosper this episode. I thought it was a good way to bring Ernest's presence back into the fold and kind of speak to how Prosper has really kind of been that vessel and that father figure for them, and he he really. Like stood in the gap for them this episode, which I thought was really nice. And the flashback, Ernest was dropping gems in the flashbacks, so I I was thought he? that they I, I I liked it. I don't know if those were gems. They were. Having crumbs, not gems. Crumbs. No, 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 no. I I think gems. Those, those think weren't gems. useful pieces of information. And we got to learn more about like Ralph Angel as a kid. Apparently, he was good at math and. You know, maybe he could have been, you know, with some different direction. Maybe he was a little blue, blue adjacent himself. Maybe Ernest just couldn't count at all. So the presence of anyone who was easily impressed. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? (laughs) That's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Angel was like, five plus three is eight. Ernest was like, oh my God, the boys are damn. (laughs) Don't don't do Ernest like that. You know your multiplications. <laughs> the boys are genius. And we got to see Prosper with hair, which was funny too. That was that was. Oh, the hair was terrible. Okay, I was I was going to get to that. Hold on, hold on. It was go almost Tyler Perry level hairstyle. I don't know who. Because but, because no, that was a whole toupee, right? That was that was the ones that you see on Instagram when they put it on there and then they be shaving it down. Uh, I don't really. It, no, no, it wasn't a good a man. Toupee is a piece, but he had hair. But no, 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 Janae, no, Janae, no. It was a piece because I could see. <laughs> no, because I could see the line of demarcation between. <laughs> it was like, it was like, I, oh, I can't see my part. It was like, <laughs> it was a piece. Okay, it it was a piece up here, and then. I it guess was, I forgot. Old real Prosper isn't like actually bald. He does still have like hair around the side. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I guess it could have been a piece on the top, but so they took it and they glued it. They shaved every, any any little scraggly not, that yeah. was right like there, and they glued so it down. And it might have been like how far back was that? None. Nigga <laughs> <None>. <laughs> <laughs> looked the same age. <laughs> Younger without it, <laughs> zero years. They could have just let my. They could have did some little artificial into you know they be making the people younger and the thing like. They did Smith on that movie. They could have did that. Yeah, they could have took a few wrinkles out. <laughs> it takes two budgets since they got they you know yeah. yeah. <laughs> just put a hat on the man. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. That's possible. Man, it was bad. They definitely got that from the um, Tyler Perry Studios big uh, selection. Uh, Man, that 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 was bad. Well, it was the good okay. kind of bad. I was yeah. <laughs> it was the bad kind. But of bad. no, no, because um, um, Ernest had one on too. Oh, he definitely did. He definitely. <laughs> his was also the bad kind of bad. They got a two for one special, and they should do both of them away. Uh, the point was, was made. Once upon a time, no. they had hair. 
<laughs> he was younger. That's all we needed to know. He was younger from here up. <laughs> just was just like, the hairline. Okay. Hey. Can't stand y'all. What section are we in? Is this the good, the bad, or the what? No, this is this is chronological. Okay, all right. So you bad. add your good, bad, or oop to whatever right. I say. Cool, all right, cool. Well, just, okay. just, okay, make sure I have to save my bad for later. All right, go ahead, continue. <laughs> all right, so what I what I was going to say <laughs> about these, about these flashback scenes, the in particular, the scene with Ralph Angel as he stared out and like kind of looked into the camera. And then with um, Glenn Turman, with I mean Ernest, yeah. looking kind of looking back, that was like the most beautiful shot ever. It was. To me, like it was. piercing. It was moving. Mm. I, and Ralph Angel to and and like they actually look alike. Like when they did the cut between, <laughs> I thought there was actually like resemblance when they like had zoomed in on on uh-huh. Ernest's face, and then they cut to Ralph Angel. I thought there was like, all right, the, the, the guy. It, no it, it was just two black men. It was just two black men. I thought whether and I listen. I will stand ten toes down in that. I I feel like there was a resemblance, but even even if not, I it was a beautiful shot. It was very beautiful. And again, the skin was 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 glistening. Was not no ash, no nothing. Every it was it was beautiful. Ralph Angel was looking fine. Let's talk about these flashbacks that were pointless as hell. They were, they were not, not pointless. Yes, they were. So the flashback for um um what's the girl name? Nova. Uh-huh. He was like, that was totally pointless. <laughs> he was like, This yeah. reminds me of the time when I was talking to Ernest about y'all. And that that that, that whole conversation was pointless. No. The flashback with Ralph Angel was pointless. No, no it wasn't. Nova, every it wasn't. Single it furthered the arc of like how how Ernest had really accepted her oh, in a way her. that Nova didn't realize yeah. he had accepted her because they didn't have the conversation with each other. But come I to find her. out, Ernest loved Nova for all that she was. He just didn't get around to telling her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was almost kind of foreshadowing, you know, in terms of like the way that Nova would ultimately view love in the end of like the you know, love no matter how it comes, you know, no matter what it looks like, you just gotta let it flow and flow with it. And I think that is ultimately what Nova decided to do. And so I think that that was a particularly pertinent theme for her arc, even beyond, you know, like Ernest Nova. accepting her. Corey. Yeah, that's why I didn't like it because Calvin came along with that. Yeah. Whatever. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's get to, let's get to some more highlights. I mean, even the one about Ralph, with Ralph Angel that shows that um, Ernest kind of thought highly of him and thought that you know he could he could go on to do great things. He didn't think that he was some mm-hmm. like you know degenerate failure. failure. Mm-hmm. You know he re- he really believed in him. So these were important things that you would want your kids to know if you didn't get a chance to tell them. You know, I I thought I thought I that. Yes, okay. Now, you know, I didn't look at it that way. I think I looked at it. Uh, you mean? Through a different lens. I did. I did. I did. I did. I looked at it through a through a, I looked at it through a mean through a mean lens, and now I'm now that you guys are saying it a different way, I can see where you guys probably took it from. All right. All right. Thank you, Corey. 
Yeah, you're still wrong, but continue. I say your heart's still three sizes too small, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting for them to introduce a brand new character trait for Ralph Angel, though, in the last episode. Like, Ralph Angel's good at math Which now. Was what? what? Ralph Angel's good at math now. Uh, right. Ralph Angel's Sh- good at math now. Was. Come on now. Was. Come on now. Was. <laughs> I never got the impression in any other episode that Ralph Angel was good at math. I'm just I'm not, but it's Ernest, Ernest was just easily impressed. With, with, we with haven't gotten the impression that he wasn't good at math. Maybe public speaking, <laughs> but <laughs> but okay. but we don't know. We don't know his for real. Like he might have been great at math, and just that there's a lot of people good at math that get into messed up stuff. It and just never came up goes before. A all. It just never came up. It never came up. It never came up. That's fair. It never yeah. came up. Sure. Okay. All right. Well, moving on here. This is this is some good news. Miss Belinda, we learned her her name is right. Um, the, the Melinda, I think, yeah. Melinda. Yeah. Okay. Um, she didn't got the best of as a kid. Had a better um, attitude. Came over smiling. And I wanted to know. I wrote in my notes and I said, and I just want to note that her disposition was so much better. Yeah. You heard us talking about how stank she was. <laughs> Yeah, she needed to fix that. And they changed her up just for us, just for this life episode. She came in so pleasant. I'm like, is this the same lady that was so stank last time? I say, act like these people trying to take a kid. Like, act like they trying to do something good. Why are you coming in here so upset all the time? Like, she trying to help y'all out. All right, so that was good. Um, And not to mention, Polly, did I say her name was Polly? Polly. The most precious. So cute. The she most precious, adorable. And apparently okay. the name was um, an ode to Paul Garns, one of the EPs, so they decided to name her her Polly as a a nod to him. Friend so, of the show, Paul Garns, cool. former guest. Yes, one of the same. Yes, one of the, the same. One of the same. Well, was that the too far? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I felt like by proxy it was a tribute to us. <laughs> Okay. That was awesome. <laughs> Y'all, our friend. Yes. All right. So let's cut to the auction. We at the auction. We at the and auction. I think Jabri had some questions about the auction. So, y'all. <laughs> Maybe I missed something. But all the black people were on were on the same team, right? So this would include Remy and Ralph Angel, right? And, you know, they kind of super copped up, put their money together to try to bid against the Landry's who had more capital, supposedly. Now, there was a critical moment in the auction where Remy bid $1 million, right? Yes. Landry Mm -hmm. was kind of looking around. He was kind of touching his pockets like, I don't know, y'all got some more money? Can Can we beat this million? And then off the top rope comes... Jacob Boudreaux at $1.1 million. What was the reason? It seems like... <laughs> so, we're going to skip ahead a little bit. Is that okay, Shanice? Uh-huh. So, so, it seems like they paid an extra $100,000 just so they could say gotcha to Landry at the end. Why did Jacob overcut <laughs> Remy's bid? What was the benefit of that? Somebody help me out. He didn't overcut Remy's bid. He over the dude had outbidded Remy. Remy was wasn't the, the winner. Bid. Remy wasn't gonna be the winner. He was. No, Remy no. He said one, and then the dude said one point one. 
not not Jacob. The other guy who who was with Sam had outbid Remy, and Remy wasn't. It seemed like Remy wasn't going to go any higher, and then Jacob came in. I think you're mistaken. Nah, I got it up. I can look at it. Um, like no, Remy said one million, and right. and then Jacob Boudreaux said one point one. No, no, that's, that's what I thought happened. Yeah, we're going back. We're going to look at nah. this. We're going we're going to the <laughs> videotape. <laughs> footage, okay. I'm at the gotcha moment. I got to go back now. Take one okay. second. It's on DVR. Oh no, no, no! You're right. It was Jacob. Jacob did. Jacob did do that. I'm sorry. I, you're right. Remy you had know. the one million dollar bid, right? And then Jacob said one point one. Yeah. So they spent a yeah. hundred thousand so, dollars so they could say gotcha to Landry at the end. So I mean, wait, it. hold on. Yeah, you got a theory again. I think there was information that may not have been communicated to okay. us, but in the big reveal at the end. Um, when they were kind of like spilling all the, you know, the whole plan, Jacob said something about how they were waiting for um the the man who was with Sam Landry to essentially get to his the point where to to where they didn't have no more money. So I think maybe they were. I think maybe they too. I don't know. I think the one point one was to keep them from bidding again maybe like or, Remy Remy wasn't in the room when they did the big reveal so maybe Jacob didn't know that Remy was with the black folks and he thought um that he needed to come in and outbid Remy too cuz Remy okay. wasn't in the room with them when they when they uh when they did the little round table thing hold on let me see i'm find exactly what he said uh, I mean that's a possibility. I don't know. I mean, but if it costs you a hundred thousand to stun on, on Sam Landry, uh, why that not? seems like what happened. It cost him a hundred thousand so they could stun on Sam yeah. Landry. Yeah, it was it's well worth it, you know. And, and if he didn't know Remy was on their team, that just shows how you gotta come up with your plan before time. Like you can't just show up and just right wing it. When you're talking about millions of dollars. Mm. Maybe they should have talked beforehand. Yeah, Probably should have talked beforehand. Hey, look, they caught me off guard. I ain't gonna lie. I was surprised. I thought they had lost it. I was like, damn it, Ralph Angel can't do nothing right. Um, but. <laughs> well, I'll say this. I, I didn't receive that they were losing the land. I was like, so we got until the end of the episode for them to get their land back. I don't know how, but like, I'll wait to see how they do it because I, I, I just, I felt in my spirit that that was not the end. Um, and maybe there had been some because I mean the thing about it even though you can't really trust none of them Landry Boudreaux's but like Jacob was always a little different like I always I did always get the feeling that he was never completely with the shenanigans like he was in it because it's the family whatever but like he had a little bit more of a conscience than everybody else and so to me the possibility was always open that maybe even if it wasn't a plan orchestrated with all of them, that maybe his plan in buying it was to just gift it back to them or something. I don't know. That was that yeah. might have been a possibility, but yeah, no, I didn't. I knew they had to get their land back. Period. Period. But Jabri, without I, I mean, I ain't got no evidence yet. Don't play face. I think, but I feel like that's you. Do not. Yeah, his that's partner. Fair. That's what he did. Hundred thousand. Sorry, what are you about to say? 
No, I do. I I feel like there there was a specific reason why why he did that, and I think it had something to do with the amount of money that they were willing to spend, and they got to their limit as well, and so he went over them. I think he said as much, but I'm trying to find um, <laughs> the receipt. Okay. But at, at any rate. I don't think Landry was going to beat the one million. He was looking around like, they got me. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I don't think they could be able to make it work. But What's next, Shawnees? Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's great that their plan succeeded and they got the land and they, and they had this great gotcha moment with... Um, with um Sam Landry and when they started playing um the Kirk Franklin it was perfect. It was perfect. Like, I was like, oh wait, they're gonna play the whole song. Like I was honestly laughing hysterically because wow, like it's over. It's, it's over. over the storm is like it's I wish over. it was actually playing like in the room when they were like telling <laughs> like I wanted it to be playing where they were because like to me the culmination all of it with that song playing in the background was like mwah, chef's kiss like I love that I love that it was so good Landry you're done I thought you're it was done perfect yeah uh, emotionally um that's a good song yeah. I mean it's kind of a funeral jam so it's gonna pull those emotions out of you like, like yeah. you know you gotta yeah. lay somebody to, uh you you must have laid somebody to rest with that jam before. I mean that's 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 a that's a tried and true classic. Uh, so you know, they pulling the emotions out uh playing songs like that. Uh but I thought, you know, it fit very well. You're right. Okay, so you know, that's playing as, as a as kind of a montage and, and this is you know, it was kind of emotional because it's like they're doing this montage and it's like, oh wow, this is the end of the show. This is everybody's like last moments this is everybody's like ending their happy ending right so we see you know we're going through the motions and then okay i was confused at first because they had um Ernest like there in the moment like i think it was it was was it charlie's house first and i was like wait why what are you doing in that chair <laughs> Been a ghost all episode, Shawnee. Well, I understand. You know, sometimes, sometimes when people be ghosts, or a lot of times they <laughs> look like dreamy looking or cloud. Like we were just looking too like okay. Yeah, it was given too HD for me. So I'm like, what is happening right now? And I'm like, okay, like they didn't even put like a little glow behind them you or nothing. Like it was just like <laughs> it was it was not giving ethereal. Um, wow, okay. so <laughs> wow. It was just giving like it was giving. He's here. It was giving present. Here. Okay, well, I was confused. I was like, "Wait, what are we doing?" Because then he on the porch, and I'm like, "Why he on the porch with them?" Yeah, yeah. Um, but wait, we did. Did we talk about Trudy's big? The, the we reveal? did. Well, let's let's we re- let rewind. That was part. Rewind. I have questions there. So, you know, this man comes over, and he's just like, "Oh, you know, here go the keys. All right, bye." Like, <laughs> I mean, what else was he? That ain't his problem. He said, "I got one job to drop off these keys, and that's what I'm gonna do. The keys I mean, and the deed, and I'm gonna get on and mind my business." Sure, but if he's the one that's been, you know, nobody contacted pause. Nova. Everybody's got these responsibilities, <laughs> and they were just gonna sit back and wait for her to come over one day. One day she gonna come over, and I'm gonna give her these keys. Yeah, they didn't. They, they didn't communicate he just saw them over there like oh i better run these keys over there 
Like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like now it's it is um absolutely amazing that Nova has acquired this church, this home, the beautiful. She got to, you know, experience a very touching moment going into her mom's. Sorry, sorry, room sorry. It was and it was Aunt Martha like holding this property. Like did nobody knew about Trudy's church or whatever? Like, why is Martha Bogart yes. the property like this? This is Yeah, at least you know other people would have known about the church. Some kind of secret. I mean, it, it could be one of those things where maybe they didn't want to to force it on Nova. Like it's like a like she wanted Nova to find her way there, essentially. Like you know, because sometimes I can I can see <laughs> I can see a possibility of like I don't want to like burden her with this. Like if I leave you this home, I leave you this church you know, maybe that will be perceived as, like, you don't know who Nova's gonna grow into. That might be something that doesn't interest her in the least, but if you find your way to it, here it is. And so maybe that's why nobody reached out. Just related I don't, to I don't when know. Aunt Martha gonna die, and then when she does, <laughs> that's when that's when Nova can have the property. Uh, it, it just... I, you feel like it's it just, okay. That's that's that that could have been that too. There were enough steps yes. taken. Like these people have responsibilities. Like when Nova came over, there was someone in the house. Nova had not called ahead. This was a coincidence. As was, from my understanding, the meeting with the guy with the keys was also a coincidence. Yes. Huh. Yes. That's all. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> why, while all of that is great, you know, I, it just, I don't know why this particular moment just overshadowed the greatness of Nova acquiring all of these things, but he, I, I just feel like, so it was your job. You were the one looking after the church and whatever you, you have all the information. And the only thing that you're going to say to me right now is, all right, bye. Like, wait, he I, like no further instructions. No further instructions. Nope. I had questions. What do you mean? He don't have any questions. falling into disrepair also, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He's just been sitting there waiting. Yep. Well, what was he looking after? What were you doing, right. sir? He, said he was looking after it. In the same breath, he said it was in disrepair. So. I mean, he I, didn't got no money to fix well, nothing. Like, I mean, he, he meant literally looking after it. He would know, drive by and, and whiffraff is like he was in the grass. Ain't nobody like living in there. So, like, I mean, making sure the walls are still standing. You know, the place is still existing. You know, but he can't. I mean, he his. I feel like he's limited in what he can do to fix it. But I mean. It's not just if somebody did have questions like who does this church belong to, what he can present a deed, like he can do all of those things, like administrative stuff that you know allows a situation to make sure it don't get torn down or you know just bare minimum type okay. stuff. Okay, so he getting his five percent from doing other things. Yeah, <laughs> perhaps. Listen, I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying to think of potential pathways here. I d- I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the show over. Base. I mean, basically, pretty much. You know, the, we're, we're at the montage now. Okay, Nova ends up with Calvin. Boo, boo. <laughs> Is she pregnant? And, 
she's definitely pregnant. Touch her stomach. If you touch your stomach on, on TV, you pregnant. If you if you call yeah, she got cancer, touch your stomach, you pregnant. Oh, okay. Those are the ah. <laughs> I said, I know. I know that is not a baby. I know it's that's not a baby. And they did it real slick too. Like if you blink, you would have missed the little the little, you know, allusion to it. She's definitely pregnant. I have, no. 100%. No. So uh, presumably, like, time has elapsed forward, you know, another six to eight months or so in the montage. Um, that was given, like, a like a, a, a first time four or five month belly. Perhaps, it wasn't given. Yeah. It wasn't given I'm, just, I'm, I'm assuming maybe she didn't get pregnant, like, at that instant. So maybe a month or two passed. Like, you know, I'm just giving it it could have even been a year. Like you, who knows? But they're good. The the plants are flourishing on the porch. Um, Does she live there now? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. They, they've made a home. They've made a home. And, and goes Calvin and and they living happily. And Ernest is just beaming with pride. Beaming with pride. Got to let it flow. Let the love flow. However it comes. That's what Ernest mm-hmm. said. So yeah. I got to assume he would approve. Okay. Micah got his good job. You know, so <laughs> I had a thought, and this is such a tangent that has nothing to do with this show. I'm trying to decide if I'm gonna say it or not, because it's really irrelevant. <laughs> it's just on my it's just on my shondo. Um nah. Uh come on. Yeah, because come on. What say, say? Okay, so we see Micah like in the in the in the boardroom, right? And he's like leading and like you know, leading the meeting and and I'm just like, that's what's the that's the problem with Gen Z now. Because they think they're supposed to come out the gates running shit. And that's not how life works. You do not come out the gate, you know, out of college, not even finishing running shit in the boardroom like that. You take it you sit down and take the notes and order the But drink. he was but he was going like the job was to lead this division. What I forget what it was called, but the I job. Get, was, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying, like stuff like this makes these kids feel like no. <laughs> this is normal. <laughs> like, that's normal, and it's like that's not that's not real. It's not real. That's not what happened. You're gonna get well, your first job, and you're gonna sit at the front desk. Maybe you're going to you know take the notes at the meeting. You're going to maybe order the coffees, you know, and these kids, they don't, they think they're not supposed to do that because they see Michael on TV, um, you know, dropping out of college to go lead the meeting. And that's not what happens. Well, dare I say, if you're about to go take a job where you're not leading the meeting, then you might need to stay in school. Like if, if, if you don't have the, if you don't have the, the good job that Micah had, maybe that's the signal that you're not where you need to be at. So like, no, very case by case. no. <laughs> Even when you graduate, when you fresh, when you fresh off, you are a junior level. Sure. And you, but that's you, what I'm saying, though. Like, Micah's situation was unique. Like, you're right. Yeah. That's not the norm. And, you know, most people aren't going to get a great job in the middle of their college years that they should drop, drop out for and live happily ever after. So while it may have, I, the, the, the moral of that story is, while it may have made sense for Micah, chances are it might not make sense for you. So finish. You. Finish that degree. Yeah. Period. Um, but yeah, there's a lot more I can say, but tangent. That was the main point. Mike is doing good. Polly and Bye were bonding. 
I yes. guess Vi was giving her the recipe for the pies. Yeah, we um, learned that Charlie was the one that actually came through in the clutch because they can't do nothing without Charlie, period. Charlie, per usual. Char- and we've discussed it too. Like, we we felt like Charlie should be involved in this some way. Like, it didn't make sense that all this would be going down. They're about to lose the land. They're about to do this. And Charlie just wouldn't have anything to say about it. So her being like the, the link in the chain here gave me some comfort and some solace for her absence this whole season like she came through as she usually does as 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 she should so yeah yeah, yeah uh, digital charlie did a good job this episode <laughs> i say so so all you know all in all i think the episode ended up good. I, I think there was a good end to the show um I was not left unsatisfied, save for the fact that Nova is pregnant with Calvin's baby. But, you know, everything else, I think I can live with that. Like, yeah. okay. You don't like it, but you don't think I it's like. going to be good for Nova? You don't think Nova's going to be happy now? Or, like, I know you don't like Calvin. I don't know what makes Nova happy. Nova. I, don't, I don't know what makes Nova happy. She don't ever sit her ass down. I, Maybe I don't, she's I'm not now. sure that she can be satiated. Um, but the I thing, I had a feeling, my, my eviction last week was around something i thought i thought maybe she was gonna end up with dominic but i did think that she was going to choose love in the end and i thought Mm -hmm. that maybe would have something to do you know getting into trudy's room and that would bring her closer again thought it was with dominic i did but it was it was calvin and so like this moment now like it seems like all the pieces have come together she says she felt at home she's been searching for this feeling that she feels in this moment like this this is it like the i'm not looking for nothing else i have it you know and and my family in this house with calvin like it all clicked for her and so while i me audience person not in, not part of the show hates <laughs> that she ended up with calvin nova i think she's more than happy and i i guess as a viewer of the show i i'm happy that nova's happy but damn it calvin why you mm. <sighs> yeah it's some things I mean, you know he's not gonna do he's not gonna beat no uh unarmed black kid like you know he's not so there's some things there's some things yeah, that you can put in the past is. i mean sometimes yeah, somebody who's made a mistake tonight. before is 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 a more sure bet than somebody who never made a mistake that's before. fair so because you know what's, off, you know the what's table. off the table so i think there's some pretty big things that are off the table that maybe nova can really hang her hat on and and, and feel good about this relationship <laughs> okay i'm trying i'm trying to look on the bright side yeah. here okay i don't that's hate true. calvin personally he's he always seems remorseful it's just you know you just gotta yeah. ask yourself you know is remorse enough for certain things sometimes it's not but um you know, he doesn't seem to be a bad guy. He's going to try earnestly to make Nova happy. So he genuinely loves Nova. I do feel feel that for sure. And yeah, I yeah. Anyway, good for them. <laughs> good for them. Yeah, beautifully beautiful episode. Beautifully shot. Um, bittersweet to end, but um, I thought everybody's stories. We got as many answers as I think we could get. Like, I think so. You I always want to... more. You always like, what happened with this? And what happened with that? But like, everybody ended up, I think, where they were supposed to end up. Yep. So I can't be mad at that. A nice little bow. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
And even though Panama wants to add, you know, this is this is the last hurrah, y'all. And Panama's not here. I hate that Panama's not here. Uh, did you guys want to want to break before our wrap, or let's just go power straight through? Let's power straight All through. Right. We can it. power okay. straight through. Let's let's do cool. it. Change the format. The the last last episode. <laughs> That's cool. Do it. Why not? So, I guess that takes us now to our addictions. As you all know, that's our advice and our predictions for the folks in St. Joe. It's a little different this time because obviously there's not another episode, but we still think there are some opportunities to give some folks some advice um, and make some predictions. Maybe, you know, thinking five years down the road, where do we think? you know folks folks will be so um does anybody have any you know advice as as the board of loans and friends go go off into their futures uh i can go i got something um you know my advice is is for micah like he needs to keep on that upward trend of 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 gaining maturity and perspective when we first met Micah, mm-hmm. you know, he was pretty bratty, living his L.A. lifestyle. And disappointingly, in the final episode, we got another glimpse of that. It seemed like he left that behind, but it's still still in his DNA. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want to see him, uh, you know, focus on, on, on other people and not his own feelings uh, a little bit better. Especially if he's going to keep with his activism and stuff. He's got to be, he got to be more uh, empathetic. He can't. He can't uh, not show up for his people, as Anton said. Um, mm-hmm. My prediction, um, just mentioned to Aunt Vi, she's going to become a pie mogul. She's going to be, she's like going to be it. everywhere. She's going to make a lot of money. She's going to make millions. Um, she's going to be on talk shows, sharing her recipes. And then she's going to get canceled because... <laughs> <laughs> because the next the next super woke generation is going to decide that the picture on the box is racist and and uh Vice Pies are gonna be done. They're gonna cancel Vice Pies. Dang yep. Yep. The, the kids that are in junior high school now are gonna cancel Vice Prize Pies when they decide that the picture on the oh box is racist. Oh my gosh. That's where we're headed. What's racist about the box? We don't know yet. It's just something she, gonna be something. She's she black and she's smiling on the box. That's racist. Oh, man. Like, just like, just like modern just day like mammy. Just, there you go. Exactly. What is it, what is it, what is it called now? Pearl Milling, Pearl Milling Company? Pearl Milling Company, yes. Because they said oh, it was racist. Wow. What a prediction. <laughs> I, I, like the, I like the pie mogul, though. I, I, I actually agree with that prediction. TBD on the canceling. Okay. Um, Anybody? Want to go next? I can go next. Go ahead, Corey. Uh, Come man, make it look. This is the last one. It's the last have, one. I don't even have nothing. Do with explosive. that information what you will. <laughs> no, nah, I don't even have nothing explosive. I'm gonna keep it very simple and do something I haven't done throughout this uh time period. I'm gonna actually give you know good sound advice and make good sound predictions. Okay. Um, I actually been doing that the whole time. We want to talk about. Uh, my my advice is for uh, Ralph Nation. The next time Darla leaves, bro, a threatening us to oh, leave, Lord. let her go, dog. <laughs> you ain't missing out on nothing. <laughs> you had the chance to get rid of her food. What was you doing? Why did you go back and get her? Oh, uh, man. F them kids. Um, you know what I'm saying? Let her go, dog. Um, oh, my God. 
You know, you're a farmer. You can hide your income easily. The child support ain't going to be about nothing. Um, you know, let her go. So that's my advice for her, for, for Ralph Angel. Man. You are so edgy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying he don't want to get hit over the head with child support, so you gotta hide the yeah. income. You can count good, apparently. So is- you know, uh, count okay. good and keep the money under the table, bro. Your child support gonna be low. Let the, let it go. F them kids. Uh, that's my advice, Ralph Angel. My prediction is that um, you know that you know that he won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, the dollar's gonna bring him down and further destroy his life and further be a detriment to all the positive destroy. things. To do. Yeah, destroy. Uh, she's gonna be a detriment to all of the positive things she's trying to do. And in a in a strange, uh, ironic uh, turn, Ralph Angel will become a crackhead. And and, and <laughs> end in turmoil, yeah. And he go uh, die from an overdose. That's all I got. Well, I went dark. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the last one. We gotta go dark. With lights out, we're going dark. Okay. You know, is that is that that's that's the five year prediction? Five year prediction. Crackhead Ralph Angel uh, dies from an overdose. Damn. Okay. Make make better. The moral to the story is make better decisions in life. That's how wow. Okay. That's deep. I I will go. Um, <laughs> I I do not. Obviously, I do not agree that Darla has destroyed Ralph Angel's life. In fact, I think. You know, in recent years, she's done a lot to to add to his life. But what I will say, I did have some advice for Darla is you got to for all of the ways that she's been there for Ralph Angel and lifted him up um, and loved him through all the things she's got to listen to him a little bit more. I think, you know, we we all know about Darla's trauma Um, and it's valid and you know you can understand her wanting to kind of like hold on to that and control that narrative but at the end of the day she and Ralph Angel are partners and you know this journey that she's been on you know is in many ways Ralph Angel's journey too and that trauma in many ways Ralph Angel is sharing that with her and so it obviously impacts him and so she has to be able to listen to um, you know his feelings about that and understand that like he needs he he needs to be considered as well and so I think you know as they go forward if they're going to be successful um they just have to have some better two-way communication um definitely don't pack that baby up no more and go to DC without telling him uh that's that's not going to be a good idea to do again um stay there work it out you know hold each other down I know they know how to do that um just just keep those lines of communication open and, and be willing to kind of look past your nose sometime and, and see it from another person's perspective. Um, and I think that they'll be great. Um, my prediction is that Blessing and Blood, the movie, is a hit. Ooh, um, everybody, the borderlands killed a red carpet. Um, we, we told you about this movie. 
we didn't get closure, but but they got they obviously have the advance. The the advance was on the table to use to buy the land back. Um, so the movie's happening. Money has been paid out. So somebody making a movie. Um, so so it's it's the movie's getting made. Period. Um, I think it's a hit. Bordelones killed a red carpet. Um, awards are won. We kind of talked about who we thought was gonna play in the movie. I don't know who makes the final cast, but they kill it. Um, and yeah, the borderlines become like um, <laughs> the borderlines become like celebrities, basically. Like they're they're famous. I, th- I think that's that's what happens. I I would I would love to see Blessing and Blood the movie. I'll wait till I well act no Jabri already made his eviction. I thought maybe he might say something about it, but I was gonna say also I think Char uh, Charlie Jabri already said it, but I think Charlie finds her way back into politics too. This is that was a tough loss. Um, but I think she she doesn't give up. She finds another avenue. Um, I mentioned it, I don't know if I said it on the show or said it um outside the show, but I I would love to see a spinoff of Charlie like in congress like a scandal like episode like with charlie like solving issues and people bringing her stuff and her moving in the background and making stuff happen and not not having sex with the white president (laughs) but like but but like being like a, a a badass fixer in dc or something but in congress take my take my my idea and, and make it a show somebody thank you so much okay that's my my eviction all right shawnice that leaves you dear all right um i'm gonna go on by on by i think that you need to get with the times i think you need to hire like an actual business manager who knows the restaurant mm-hmm. industry and the the food industry um because you probably, you know, this is probably an opportunity for expansion here. You know, maybe you can, if you get your recipes down, maybe you can sit down and not have to work in the shop and you can sit at home with your new baby all day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm seeing expansion in, in the future. You know, I'm seeing, you know, she and Hollywood um, riding off into the sunset with their new child and, and doing like, um, well, Hollywood's not retired because he's now on the school board. But you know, I see. I just see growth in the future mm-hmm. for them, and I, I just want her to invest. You know, everything doesn't have to necessarily be a family affair all the time. I mm-hmm. think family can be involved, but I think when you get to a certain level, you got to step outside and hire the experts. And yeah. ain't nobody, ain't nobody an expert in owning the restaurant or you know the restaurant industry or you know the food. We need a business manager. We need a social media manager. We need we need the people. We need the people because you seem overwhelmed and I didn't like it. So you know, let's get that together. Okay, prediction. Prediction. Um, you know, I I hadn't thought this through. Let me think. Let me go down. You don't have to have one. I mean, people gonna make something up. I mean. I mean that was the prediction though that that there's expansion in Violet's future. Yeah, I I don't think I have anyone for any any for anybody else, you know. That's fair. I I hadn't thought that far. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, brings us to our last segment, our shots of bourbon. Oh. Uh, as folks know, we give a shot of bourbon every week to who we think had the best episode. 
Um, but again, there are no more episodes. This is the last last episode of the series. So rather than giving a shot for the single episode, taking all things into consideration, we are going to give a shot to who we think came out on top, who had the best series. Like that's a that's a big question. Yeah. I, I what do we think? What do we think? Okay. Best 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 series. Best arc. I can go first. Go ahead, Corey. Yeah. Why you why are you acting like that? You know you're gonna agree with me. Y'all always had the best shots. Uh, my shot for the best series goes to Davis West. Um, you know, the guy, he started off, he was an NBA basketball player. <laughs> That's a okay. win. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else here did that. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> 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 here making money, shooting hoops. Sound like a good time to me. Um, you know, he obviously had some side pieces during that time. Another win. Um, so that was great. You know, his career ended. He found it, uh, found a new job in coaching in basketball. Another win. You know, even when he lost his main boo, Charlie, he got her back. More wins. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, there was some hiccups there. He does have a son that's whack. Um, but, you know, <laughs> at least his son got a good job, so he don't have to support him in the future. Another win. You know what I'm saying? So clearly it's a lot of wins for Davis. You know what I'm saying? And nobody else had this many wins. Uh, so I'm going to go series champ MVP, shall we say, Davis West. He gets my yeah. shot of bourbon. For, very incorrect. One for Davis. Okay. <laughs> very wrong. <laughs> but but very, very on brand. Did you miss the wins? I just counted out. Very <laughs> on Gotta brand. go somebody named Board alone. I wouldn't expect. Yeah. So I'll just go ahead and give mine. Um, I'm gonna give mine to Ralph Angel. Um, and thinking about arcs and thinking about where we found Ralph Angel in the first episode, literally robbing a convenience store. Um, could not buy food for Blue. Like literally had to rob for life necessities um to seeing where he is now family man landowner co-op manager you know leading leading the farmers taking over you know really leading in the community being a, a community leader somebody that people really look to for advice and support um and really coming into his own in that way um and, and of Obviously, he's had some some really high highs and some and some low lows over the course of the series. But I think, again, just considering where he came from and now where he is um, with, you know, a great future ahead of him, got the land back, you know, and can now, you know, really make that into something that's going to be long lasting for his family. Um, and also have spearheaded something in his community that has changed the lives of all the farmers that, you know, he's grown up with, has looked up to, and in a way, you know, kind of defeated the system in a way that nobody had, had been able to up to that point. Um, with him at the helm, I think is huge. So I'm going to give it to Ralph Angel. I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to agree with Ralph Angel. Why are you I'm, laughing? I'm watching the show and, and I, it got to the part where Black Santa Claus <laughs> come in and hand out the keys again. 
He's just so. It's just really funny. Why would you call a man Black Santa Claus? I mean, he got gifts and everything. He got, he got, he looked round and jolly. You know. Anyway. Okay. No. Sorry. Okay. I'm I'm gonna agree with Janae for all of the reasons that you listen about. I'm, I mean, when you when you said that we met him robbing a convenience store, it's like yes, <coughs> we did. And I keep forgetting that. You know, th- this man has been through so many phases of life right before our eyes. You know, he was robbing a convenience store. He, you know, he, he was a farmer, a, a farmer. You know, uh, to somebody who you know developed a program for um, the parolees. The parolees, you know, um, this co-op. You know, getting married, having another baby. Like we, we saw him like grow up. A little bit and i think that growing up doesn't come without you know it's challenges you know sometimes you slide you, you backslide a little bit which we saw him do um but but i think that he's turned out i think he's turned out well his life has turned out well um and uh, you know i think he de- i think he deserves a round of applause for that go ahead black man that's me Take Rumble. Your Rumble. Oh. Rumble, Rumble, Rumble. Okay, Cabrillo's on you. I thought you were no, about to light. I was like, come on, black man. I'm like, all right. I mean, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but come on, black man. Yes. But also, yeah. <laughs> um, I, so the format threw me a little bit because I was looking forward to giving my shot to Ernest. Uh, it's a rare opportunity that, you know, he was so mm. involved in the episode. Uh, he had some yeah. wins. I thought the wrap up, the montage was beautiful. Uh, with him you know, looking over his descendants, uh, is it it lines up with my personal belief system. I believe that you know my loved ones visit me in my life from time to time, so uh, I like to think of that. You know, so when I was watching it, I was I put my hand over my heart like, oh, that's that's real sweet, that's touching. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the entire show, I have to agree with you guys. It's Ralph Angel. Um, Ralph Angel. Davis Miss. <laughs> Ralph Angel Corey looks outraged. Is, <laughs> Ralph Angel's unparalleled as a nuanced, uh, depth, yeah. uh, uh, deep uh, black male character. I mean, he he was on the right side of just about everything that he encountered. You you know you could always be mm-hmm. proud of Ralph Angel and how he handled uh, uh, sticky situations, except when he was committing crimes. Um, but yes. um, when he wasn't committing crimes, he was being very, very, uh, very, very reasonable and very modern. So um, I, I, I hadn't seen a character like that. Um, so I really have a deep appreciation as a black man for Ralph Angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know Panama's not here, but I know he's you know said on numerous occasions how much he. You know, is impressed with the character. That's of how he Angel met Oprah. All of his was 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 his Ralph yeah, Angel friends. So, you know, exactly, so we are, exactly. You know, our, our love of Ralph Angel is well documented here. Yeah, for sure. So I have to think. You know, I don't know for certain, but I think Panama would be comfortable with us giving our final shot of bourbon, much to Corey's chagrin, but our final shot of bourbon for who we think had the best series. Ralph Angel Bordelone. So, clank, 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 clank to you, Clank, sir. clank. And clank, clank to the whole Queen Sugar team. Everybody, all the Bordelones, all the the directors, Ava, um, everybody. Yeah. Job yeah. well done. Job yeah. well done. Um, as, a, as a podcast, you know, I wanted to give uh, some special thanks 
to people who, who have helped us along the way. Special thanks to Paul Garns, who was a guest here. Um, Shooter, Sierra Gloud, who was also a guest. Yeah. Um, uh, Anthony Sparks, uh, Valerie Woods, yeah. Chelsea Hetrick. Uh, people involved with the show who uh, reached out to us and showed us love for as much love as we showed uh, Queen Sugar. Mm-hmm. So we really appreciated that um, along the way. Um, let's see. Of course, kudos to Ava. Uh, this was a beautiful work of art from start to finish. Um, they landed the plane, uh, which is not easy to do. You know, people people end up hating shows that they loved for years because the the finale mm-hmm. was whack. So that didn't happen here. You know, I, I'm going to remember uh, Queen Sugar very fondly um, for years to come. Um, let's see. Uh, don't unsubscribe. Uh, listeners, you know, we yeah. will, we will have some stuff here. Um, uh, we'll be reviewing some things. I'm sure there's some shows that the listeners might want us to do. Maybe we can come back, reform for that, or some movies or something like that. But there's always black culture that needs some black voices to critique it. So you know, we will be here for you <laughs> in the future uh, for that. Uh, if you need your fix sooner, subscribe to the Ill Informed Homies podcast. Also, everywhere that you hear podcasts. Uh, Corey and I, Panama, and a couple of the other homies kick a, uh, kick around uh, current events and, uh, from the uh, perspective of, of of black men, uh, well-rounded black men. We almost we argue about everything. It's always like two people <laughs> on one side. Like it's we never all agree. So you know you get some good conversations there. Um, Corey uh, is a little more of. Uh, Unreserved on that podcast, so I so, so uh, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely, you will definitely, it's definitely, yeah. I, I turned up a little bit on uh, ill informed yeah. homies, yeah. but uh, thank you to everybody who took this ride with us. Uh, Panama's not here, as we've mentioned several times, um, it couldn't be avoided. Uh, he sends his love, and um, I didn't introduce everybody uh, at the beginning because I knew I was going to do this. You know, um, so, you know, I'm Jabri, um, Janae, Shanice, Corey, you guys uh, want to say anything before we get out of here? Before we take flight? I'll say, uh, you know, it's been fun doing this podcast with you guys. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I definitely enjoyed the show, um, you know, so I'll definitely miss this experience uh, seeing you guys every week. Um, But, you know, it's, it's been good. I have fun. I don't say the same. I, I did have fun. You know, I, this is not something that I sought to do. Um, you know, I never thought I would be doing a podcast and, you know, interviewing like showrunners and writers and producers. And, you know, it was kind of just like a, hey, y'all want to do this? And it was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Um, it's been fun. It was great. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do on Mondays anymore. Um, yeah, <laughs> guess we gotta find a new show. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I was gonna say pretty much the same thing. You know, say for Panama, like none of us are, you know, podcasters or you know, like this isn't like our our industry. We were just people who enjoy Queen Sugar, um, and even though this wasn't necessarily something that we sought out. It's definitely been a labor of love um, talking about this show week after week, um, getting to interact with all of you on Twitter, 
um, live tweeting the episodes. Um, you know, it's been really dope to be part of, you know, this community of, you know, folks who love Queen Sugar and to have played a, a small role in, you know, what the long lasting legacy of this show will be. So just really grateful to you all for listening, um, to all the folks over at OWN for, for doing this show. Um, and to my fellow co-hosts for, you know, riding it out together. This has been really awesome. Um, so glad we did it. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens next. Yep. Yep. And I want to say to you guys, I appreciate you guys so much. Every Everybody's voice added to the show. Uh, uh, yep. Astronomical. You know, anytime somebody was missing, the show was different. Every time there was a different version of the, yes. of the crew. So, you know, couldn't have done it without you guys. Y'all are mushy. <laughs> All right. So, I know. Let's wrap this up for this point and take some flight. Um, uh, Corey, <laughs> Corey. For the last one, for the, the last, last one, one, one time. Not going to happen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Now, remind me one more time. Is it three, two, one, or one, two, three? Okay. One, All right, two, got three. You. All right. So, for the final time, signing <laughs> off. Uh, as the Bourbon and Port Alone's crew, I am Jabri for Corey, Shanice, and Janae. Thanks for listening. One, two, three. Take flight. Take flight. Ew. Your scent is on my wall.